Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. You can always find us online 24-7 at pathtozion.com and of course on YouTube and Facebook as well. Now today we are doing something we haven't done for quite a while. That is an audio only recording. I'm, I'm driving along home from work today, heading home from work that is with the mobile recorder and I had to uh, metaphorically shake the dust off of it a little bit. The last time I remember we did an audio only edition was all the way back I believe in mid-January. We have been doing a lot of videos as of late and I've really enjoyed doing that but not really sure where we're going to go from here. That being said we have covered a lot of ground since we did an audio-only episode, oh my goodness, we have tackled some heavy hitters, have we not? For for any one of you have who have been following along um, over the last six weeks or so, we have looked into the idolatrous founding of this nation and the 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 pagan ways in the nation of America, and we've tackled the seventh day Sabbath and and what the Word of God says about the Sabbath day and what what have we misunderstood and misappropriated with Sabbath rest and how did the the day of the sun become the quote Lord's Day we've, we've tackled a lot of things that are very hard for for many people to to hear and to discuss um, we've talked about some biblical text specifically um, about the account of the man of God and the old prophet and that one was titled one that lied one that died and (laughs) we have covered a lot of things over the last several weeks here on the podcast and I wanted to just record a very simple short episode today to to kind of bridge from where we've been to where we're headed I'm I have I've shared as of late, um, as recently as the very last episode that we did, um, titled our our one example, Yeshua Messiah, as we looked at the the biblical understanding of the the word in the Greek, um, hupagramos, and how we have been given one example. We're told of one example. Um, the word itself, notably, I believe, still is. That's, that's the only place in the entire scriptures where that word hupagramos um, example shows up in the Bible. And it tells us of, ironically, the one example, <laughs> Yeshua the Son. And, and we talked about in that last episode, um, complete with, with images of the, the clay tablet with the stylus that would engrave, for lack of better word, indentations, imprints of a a source for us to copy the firstborn of many brethren brethren reality of of literally walking in the way of the one the one god man example yeshua and in light of that i just want to to have a little bit of a bridge here between where we've been and where we're going and i just want to throw out a net of inclusion to to make a point very clear that that I just want to be careful is not lost in this journey um, 
that I'm on, that we are on, my household and, and other individuals in our life right now, to make absolute clear, what we are promoting and why is a is is driven by a gale force wind of revelation, understanding, a a hands and feet, if you will, a literal demonstration of the more that that the Christianity that that I that we have been handed has left void and empty, has not fulfilled. The the Christianity and the Christian new religion Jesus that we have been taught our whole lives is very one-dimensional and very limiting. And I never knew that until I really started studying myself to, to dig into things myself, to study to show myself approved. I never really saw these things. Now, all of this can be attributed to the timing of the Father, maybe myself in in my journey or others or, or even yourself in your journey and where you are and where you are not are dependent upon your readiness my readiness to receive something greater than what has been revealed to us as of as of yet there are still those things in my life now presently of course that that I have a, a level of truth that I have just not Unearth that I have not been led to yet by the Spirit. And this will be the case for, for all of our days. But what concerns me about so much of the church and, and people that I love dearly is we, we set up a city. <laughs> we build a city upon a doctrine or a position or a understanding that, that we gained, you know, 30, 20 10 years ago and it remains unshakable and unmovable and we have been convinced in our own way that we've arrived. Now this infiltrates every type and brand of Christian religion, believers. Um, I, I see it on both sides of the fence, I guess, um, as an example of, of kind of where I reside. I see a, a new religion church that has divorced herself from any understanding of the identity of being a grafted-in people into, into the people of God via Yeshua Messiah and, and divorced entirely from Torah and the commands and the feasts and Sabbath. We just don't do that anymore. We have a new idea, and they fall into what is, a, of course, a majority of a new Christian religion that we have exposed very clearly and laid out, I believe, as, as easily as anyone can, that that was a church that was harnessed by men at the, by men at the end of the first century, post-Yeshua, post-Acts Upper Room. And then you have the other side, which is, you know, a Torah-based community, who has, quote, been delivered from Christianity and the church. And now, now that side has all the answers. They have all of the truth. But we don't do anything by the Spirit. We don't do anything by... You know, it's, this takes time to unpack, but 
hopefully this is making sense, that what I'm promoting is, again, the extremes. We've talked about that from the very outset of this program, about the extremes principle. We are shown truth on a matter, and the Father in His goodness and kindness leads us out of something and delivers us from bondage or from religion or from lies and deception that we were just handed down from generations. And we hit the gas and we floor it to the other extreme so much so there's no, <laughs> there's no rightful remnant or balance remaining of the fullness the fullness no matter where that is whether you became enlightened to Torah and the commands of Yahweh and all these eternal principles that I'm learning are of utmost importance for the capital C church of the of this hour of this age in Yeshua Messiah in his blood empowered by the Holy Spirit but if we're not careful Whatever side, if we choose sides, whatever side we land on, we now know truth. We don't need X. And what I see is this extreme church on whatever side. We have Torah. We don't need Holy Spirit. We don't need, you know, all these things we could name. And then the other side... We are the Christian church. We are, quote, in Jesus. We don't need anything that preceded him. And so I say all of that to say this. I feel like where we're going next is going to be some sort of a bridge. That's what's in my heart anyway. As I pray and I ask the Father, okay, now what? As I was working today, man, I made pages of notes while I was working about what I believe is, is next for us and where we're headed. On the program here. And I think it's just a matter of, of, of what we're already trying to do, but specifically, how can we clarify? How do we clear up some of these myths that we've been handed? Which really is what we're doing all the time. We're trying to expose these generational lies that we've been handed in the church, whether it's national denominational, doctrinal, of course. We want to be a people who ask questions and are constantly inquiring of why we do what we do. Why do we give ourselves to this or to this? Why do we abstain from this and this? Who are we? And I feel like where we're going to head next is who is the Son of God? Some of these topics, I will say, in, in, in open transparency, I just would prefer to over, overpass. I would prefer to just kind of slide up on the wall and go around them with my back to the wall, scooting my feet, if you can imagine that. Oh, I'm just going to go around this one. I'm not prepared to go through. I'm not smart enough to present. I'm not knowledgeable enough to formulate you know, whatever kind of, whatever we want to call it. I don't like calling things teachings. These, these are just me sharing my studies and what the Father's teaching me. So whatever we call these things, I feel like where we're headed next is possibly a discussion, biblically speaking, going through scriptures from beginning to end on who in the world 
is the Son of the Most High. And it's of utmost importance, the more I think about it, the more I pray towards my family and friends and and anyone in my life who just has a a disinterest and a, 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 a lack of seeing any importance in a name, my heart's desire is just to rightly present why in the world does this matter. According to the Bible, not according to our opinion. To me, it, do, it doesn't matter to me. To me, it doesn't. To me, I have the same stance and position as most people that I know, which is what? God's name doesn't matter. He knows who I'm talking to. Or I speak English, and in English, the name that is in my Bible says Jesus. It just doesn't matter. Now, I have said for years I believe it matters. But it's never mattered the same as it matters today to me. And so I believe that's why we're likely going to land there specifically, is I believe it matters. I believe it matters. Now, what this, and this is no introduction because the Father might shift gears and we don't land there for a year. I don't have any idea, so I want to be careful it doesn't sound like an introduction to a series or something, because it's not. But a lot of things that we arrive at with our understanding and our own personal belief system towards Bible matters, Scripture, I'm just not a person that, that really ever says, well, that just doesn't matter. The solar system, a translation, a name, well, that just doesn't matter. It's really never my position. In fact, I'm, I'm generally predictably always the opposite which is everything matters it all matters and the only reason I really believe that is because as I've become a man who studies the word of God I see just some of the innumerable layers of what the father orchestrated in his eternal word and it is It's more than we can even ever figure out in our, in our most wise ways, our best understanding, even what the Spirit would reveal to us that we even gain any understanding and add to our lives in any way. It's still just a, a, a minimal increment of the enormity of the word of Elohim. And so I don't know where we're headed. I wanted to just jump on quickly as I drove home today to post an audio episode that's just kind of short and sweet, right to the point, as I ramble, equally so. <laughs> I don't know where we're headed. But as I texted my wife in closing, I texted her today and I said, I feel like what's coming next is, is, is being revealed to me by the Father. I feel like I know where we're headed next. Because, because what a lot of people don't understand is, is where we are in these podcast episodes. And again, I, I tell people I meet, like, this is small potatoes, man. This is nothing. And I want to be clear because back when I was in radio and, and did things that were entertainment-based, I, I made everything that was microscopic look huge. I did everything that I could to to create a false persona to 
magnify myself. And this endeavor here is the, is the absolute opposite. It's the absolute opposite of that endeavor. This is not much. This is very small. And the reason I say that is all this is, for the most part, is making public what we're doing in our home. And so when I tell my wife, I feel like what this, this is what's coming next. This is something the Father will be showing me, showing my household. And so it's kind of an intimate thing. I know a lot of people get offended. I know people get their feelings hurt because they feel like any kind of correction that comes is a finger-pointing judgment that's, that's like going for the jugular for, them, for themselves. And all I really say to that is like, friend, maybe that's not me. Maybe it's not me. Maybe it's the Word of God when we ever land on, on presenting something actually in truth as it was intended. Maybe it's, not, maybe it's not the delivery or maybe it's not the deliverer. Maybe it's actual truth that brings offense, that brings a response that's less than desirable. And so please hear my heart that these are not scoldings or, or corrections brought to all the wayward ones in the church. This is what the Father showing me showing my wife, showing my son, our, house, our household, and anyone in our life who we have any ounce of rightful influence with. This is what the Spirit's saying in this hour, as best as we can figure it out. Flaws, error, mistakes and all. And so, friends, what are you hearing? What is the Spirit saying to you? Because that's the thing. In final closing, a lot of times when people get real upset and stirred and the question comes back to them, say, okay, well, tell me then. If what I'm saying isn't true and, and this is heresy and all that, then what's the Spirit saying to you? What are you hearing that's different? I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I feel like we know that's at least something feel like as we pray and deny ourselves and listen to what the Spirit's saying, we're hearing a response. We're hearing what the Spirit's saying. Other people are hearing very similar things. A remnant people, not millions and millions on Facebook groups. I mean, what's the Spirit saying to the remnant people who are willing to count the cost and walk this narrow way lifestyle that what is in the pathway of the sun as we talked about just the very last episode suffering for doing what is right for doing what is good what is right what is good that's the whole question of everything we do how do we even know the commands of the father his right rulings his ways his ordinances whatever he says is right and good is in fact by by literal definition that alone is what is right and what is good so friends let's lean into what he's saying if we can pray for you encourage you send us an email pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com reach out to us we as we are always saying are, are open to anything that anyone might say add bring in this journey we're walking. We're hearing from people. We're meeting people in person. Man, it's awesome. Through the program, we're meeting real-life human beings in person and hearing the word of their testimony, and it's wonderful. 
that there are many people who are waking up to the ancient way and it's so exciting to be any small part of so hopefully you are a part of it as well all of us are necessary all of us are needed let's find our functions let's find our way and uh, we will see what lies ahead of us i would assume here in mere days here on the path to zion podcast find us online right here path on facebook on youtube as well check out all our new videos over there And uh, thank you for listening. Amen.